When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, looky here. It's the Pat and JT Podcast. Pat and JT Podcast. Happy 4th of July. It is Independence Day. If you're yeah. listening to it on the 4th of July, then it is. But happy 4th. Happy it's hot. 4th of July. Absolutely. Yeah, and and uh, I know a lot of people going to celebrations. Some happened the night before. Some happened coming up the weekend. Because when you have a middle of the week holiday... That's a celebration. It's like, okay, do we do Halloween this Saturday or do we do it last Saturday? Do we do Fourth of July this Saturday or do we do? Or and like you you get, it's a free day off. I mean, it's kind of a you get a long long weekend free because you can get like take the Fourth of July off and then you take Friday off as PTO and you get a long weekend. Only have to take one day vacation. Ah, that's true. So you look at it that way. That's that. But on the Fourth of July, taking the actual day of the Fourth of July off is dumb. Take the next day off because you're always up late with fireworks. Usually, that's what I always thought too. Yeah, I always thought I I don't want to take the Fourth off. Can I take the the next day right instead and especially in situations like this so either way hope you have a uh, great weekend plans having some fun this weekend I, now one of the things on the fourth of july as we speak i don't know that this has happened or not the president's talking about having his parade for fourth of july weekend and he wants his he wants tanks it he got denied his, last year it did because it costs too much what he was looking yeah. for what he was looking to do but they have tanks they say outside of washington dc and it's not kind of an interesting perspective because i know for some people that's a real it's a real like you got to be kidding me. We're going to have a military parade. We're going to look like China and Moscow and it's going to be soldiers. You know, no, that's not what he's thinking. I think what he's probably, and one writer kind of put it in a, in a good way. And it just said, he's probably more likely trying to emulate Thomas Jefferson who watched the military parades from the white house than a military parade like Moscow or Pyongyang. Right. Okay. That's, that's more well, our guys aren't going to be marching and, high kick. <laughs> right. So it, it, it's going to be interesting to see if they pull this off because then on the other side, he's also expected to be making a speech, um, and, which hasn't been done every year. Some, some presidents choose not to even be in DC on 4th of July. Um, they, you know, having a huge celebration. Some have, some have not. It's been a long time. I think Truman was who they talked about the last time they had a military style parade. Um, but as one guy put it, if the worst thing that happens tomorrow is just a speech, we can be thankful for small favors because president James Polk presided over his fireworks display, no tanks involved. He presided over the display at the white house. And during the festivities, 12 of their little rocket launchers accidentally fired into the crowd and, and injured some people. And maybe oh. I think killed a couple people too. Jeez. So when it comes to fireworks in general, we get away with everything intact, just in general, you think about some of the fireworks you went to as a kid. I remember going to them at the uh, football field in Ashland and they'd have the setup on the opposite side of the field and cause the stands were only on one side. Yeah. And so you're, everybody's in the stands and they're set, set up across the way and honest to God, <laughs> how there weren't more accidents between that and the carnivals and fairs that came to town. How we all survived. Growing I have no up. idea. I remember the first time an M80, not an M80, good Lord, uh, just a lady finger. I was told a million times, don't throw those things. Don't throw them. Blame on the ground. Light them. So, but wait, you're an idiot kid and you grab it and you throw it. And a little lady finger went off in my hand. Like, bam. And it 
and I I remember it was like a in, like brief deafness deafening shake it shook you and like yeah. oh and it was the little lady finger yeah yeah, yeah. And, and you've seen the stories lately I've even heard uh, a, well, a friend of ours Gary was talking about his um, encounter with the firework that he thought was dead when he was a little kid yeah and he picked it up and it went off in his hand um, and he's lucky it wasn't more serious than it was he ended up burning himself um, but you think about that growing up <laughs> between the fireworks and the, the displays and the way they were set, they were the best. They were the they were doing the best they could with what they had. Yeah, right. And they didn't, know any, they didn't know any better. Like as far as safety stuff goes, it just was what it was. It was what it was. You you, it, you accepted the danger because yeah. you're literally lighting a, a controlled little bomb. Yeah, that's all you're doing. That's exactly what you're doing. I remember going to a friend's house in central Nebraska, and that wouldn't been not that many years ago, um, because he always had a huge Fourth of July celebration. He lived on the edge of town where he was at and there were just fields beyond and that field was fallow that year that they hadn't planted. So it was just dirt. And so they were firing off in that direction. They're smart enough to do that, but still, yeah, you had nobody there. There was no adult in the room with these fireworks. You know what I mean? You got a bunch of big kids yeah. and their fireworks. Probably having some sodas. Yeah. Not an adult in the there's, room. There's a guy down the street from my brother. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to do it this year or not, but every other year uh, he has um, had a trailer behind his truck and it's, he has fireworks. He spends four grand on fireworks. He has a lot of money and just <laughs> lines these fireworks up on his trailer and then pulls them up in front of his house and the streets close. They close the street every year and him and his friends run around beer in hand and light these things up. And it is insane. Are you kidding? near your brother's house? Like, Three houses, lots down, like right there. <laughs> well, I know they have. Fortunately, they banned the little paratroopers. Oh, they right? did. I think uh, we had them this year, just this past weekend. But well, we're not in the city limits. To because they're so dangerous. The parachutes are. Oh, oh from starting a fire, yeah. maybe. Oh yeah, so many fires. You know, oh. they've had so many fires have started on on roofs I, or the, in trees. They're still solemn. You can't this control year. them, mm -hmm. and so in city limits, I don't think you can have them. I am. That is a um, long overdue because those things really landing on roofs and landing in ditches, a hundred percent. And yeah, nobody always watches them. where they go. You yeah. know, it's like they shoot something off and then they turn on their. They're off to the next thing, and you don't even know that it landed somewhere like that. So fireworks Maybe, scare me. Uh, just in general, they, they scare me. I, I, don't, I mean, I remember going stupid things when bottle rockets were still legal. You'd have to drive to Missouri to get them, and we'd get we'd get them, and we I don't you should never do this. It's so stupid. But you'd get on teams, and then you'd have bottle rocket wars. Oh yeah, and you'd I mean you'd I just never did it, but I saw it happen. You'd, shoot, you'd have you'd find two trees that are about fifty yards apart, and you'd have to run from one tree to the other without getting hit with a bottle rocket. Your friends would <laughs> they'd each have a pipe, and you put bottle rockets in. This, <laughs> this is called Duck Hunt. Yeah. Before they had the video game, Dork Hunt. <laughs> is <what> it's <laughs> Idiot Hunt. I don't. That was pretty fun. I never, I never did that. Did you, did you get hit? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I was the whitest target, slowest, whitest target. I was, if, if the targets were rated, were I was the white. five, I was the you five pointer. wide. Yo, yeah, not white. Well, white as well, but widest. <laughs> I was the five pointer. There were 30, oh. 50, 100 pointers, guys yeah. who could run faster than me. Oh, okay, got it. I was the got easy, and eh, we'll get Safford at the end. Let's get, <laughs> it was kind of fun though. Nobody should ever do that ever, but it was fun. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> just disclaimer. Just a I don't, disclaimer. But, I don't, but the people that spend all that money on fireworks, I don't get it. I everybody has their own like holiday they I love. Know. Some people love Christmas. It's Easter, whatever. But to drop that kind of coin on something that is literally gone in in 
15 yeah. minutes, 20 minutes. I know. It's I a know. lot of cash. It really is. I'm, and I've never been one to. No, me either. Even when I was it. little, I didn't. Didn't care. Didn't care. I like I liked the stuff like the little snakes and the sparklers were fine by me. That was all good enough. I mean, I get hurt doing those. Right. Hold on to them a little bit too long. Right. <laughs> Let's swing them around a little too close to my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those kind of things. But no, other than that. But anyway, I hope everybody stays safe as far as the fireworks go. And uh, funny, we've kind of been recalling childhood memories uh, of late and, and actually had a note. Somebody had some had sent in and I forgot to grab it. And she just had mentioned that uh, growing up, her grandma was from Ashland. And we were talking not long ago about going to the stable bar when I was in junior high. I don't think grade school, I think just junior high. In junior high, we could walk over to the stable bar because it was just a few blocks from the school. And that's where we went for lunch. Um, and so you'd go packs of children, mm-hmm. eighth Tons. graders, middle school. And walking over to the stable bar, which was, it was bar and hard. All the adults were in there doing the bar thing. And then he would have, Hollywood was his name that ran the bar. I never knew him really more than that, Hollywood. Anyway, and he had a long table set up and he'd have a huge roaster. And it might be hot dogs. They were the best hot dogs. Or it might be goulash was another favorite. Goulash and a slice of bread with a little bit of butter on it. That was good. And get something to drink. It was a buck. Can't beat that. Right? And she, she said, uh, here in the stable bar, because the stable bar burned down years ago. And uh, just reminded That's her of cool. some memories of going to see her grandma. Delicious today. hot dogs. Oh, yeah. They were really good. So anyway, another thing we were talking about was getting back on bicycles. Yeah. Not a chance. It's not, not going to. Why? <laughs> we both have bikes. And, and on top of it, too. And, and I know that we have people that are probably listening to our podcast while they're biking, not just stationary bikes. <laughs> but... Um, I don't know. I have I, no offense. I am sure you're all good people, but I, <laughs> but I just have a problem with bicyclists, especially ones that are right on the road with traffic. And it's like, just, it's like, there's maybe there's not an attitude with all of them, but with a lot of them, it's like, get out of my way. I'm a bicyclist and I'm going to be and turning wherever I right, want. They have every right. right to be on the road. And it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem, I don't want to say fair, but it doesn't seem first of all, safe. And it doesn't seem right that they can be on there and slow all the traffic down because he's riding a bike. I would not want to place faith in the guy driving the car to share a road with him. No way. Even though I have every right, if I'm a bicycle rider, which I am not, but if I'm riding a bike and I would not get on the roads because I'm, I may have every right to be there and expect you to make way for me, but I don't trust that everybody will, or that everybody will see me. Motorcycles have that problem. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Right? Yeah. I mean, they're, they can keep up to speed with the traffic. And why can't bicycle bikes go on sidewalks? If cars <laughs> have to watch been, out for pe- for bikes, why can't bicyclists watch out for people on sidewalks? That's always been a, a curiosity with me. I've always wondered that. I'm like, you know, they, oh, you can't ride your bike on the sidewalk because it's just for people. It's like, well, the street's well, just for cars. I'm going to get killed over here. Right. I'd really rather ride up here if I could and ride it over here. But we were talking about that, not getting back on a bike. I haven't been on a bike in years, and I don't know if I could. I don't know. I don't have the confidence right now to believe that I could just hop on a bike and take off. My ass is flat. <laughs> so like, how does that work? I used to have nice a pillowy butt. That means you have to get one of those gel cushion seats. All right. That might not be too bad. Not so bad. So Cindy wrote in and... Uh, First off, we're going to touch on weather first and and bikes. But she said, after last winter, I will not wish for winter weather until December 23rd. 
done. Uh, funny that you mentioned bike riding. I've ridden with my son and it's not like when you were a kid. Always wear a helmet. Just, just, we're just working on brain injuries in the brain injury unit. And she said, you'll never question the need for a helmet. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah, so for sure. Everybody, no matter the age, no matter the ability, wear your helmet. But that's funny though. Not like when you were a kid, which is funny. You aren't the only one that brings us up. Uh, another one, uh, Chrissy said, I'm a pretty avid cyclist. No better way to relax and enjoy being outside, in my opinion. Don't let it be intimidating. The key is getting a bike that suits your preferences. Go to an actual bike shop and talk to the professionals. She has a couple of suggestions, but always wear a helmet, even if it's just a quick ride around the neighborhood. Concrete is hard. Yeah. P.S. I have a one-year-old that's learning to love cycling, too. I recently started taking her to daycare by bicycle, and she loves it. Okay. That's sweet. That's good. Uh, Laura then said, it's been a long time since I've ridden a bike with confidence. <laughs> But for me, it's not the fear of falling over. I'll go around the block on my husband's bike. And even if I put on a gel seat, it feels like I've ridden a horse for 10 hours. Right. <laughs> totally. Bikes are a torture device so uncomfortable. I don't know how I ever could stand it as a kid. It was, it was the only way we could get around as a kid. It was. You had no other option. It was a necessity. Yeah, we didn't know what we didn't know. Yeah. And so we thought this is the best we got. So a helmet go. all day long helmet. Can you believe? Oh, my God. So anyway... Um, other than that, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, I saw something interesting. A couple of things. Yeah. First off, Roseanne Barr is going to go on tour with Andrew Dice Clay. Okay. Dice Man. Yeah. And they've been friends for decades. And both it'll of them. It'll be huge. Yeah, it'll be huge because both of them are absolutely just as blatant and transparent as can be. Right. They, they yeah, they don't mince their words. Uh, it could <laughs> be, it'll be fun. And then the other thing was, I wonder if you've ever heard of, and I just saw this today, the Mountain of Hell bike race. And the My Mountain of Hell bike race is, it takes place in France. All those words scare me. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. This, this right here, reading that, I about died reading or, and then watching the video is hilarious, which is posted accompanying this podcast. You showed me and it's insane. Mountain of Hill bike race happens in the Northern Alps in France. And, and there's a whole different type of biking that goes on in France. I think, well, France, they're just different anyway. But this is down the side of a like a glacier, I don't know in which one, it's, it's solid ice and it's a long ways and they're on bicycles and it goes great. Not like bicycles with sleds on them. It's wheels. It's wheels. Why? And they're riding down the bike and there's like 700 of them in this year's race. And the first 25 get through. Like what do you win? Like a million dollars? I didn't even, I didn't even look that far. I'm, I'm figuring these people, they don't care. These are the same people that chase the cheese wheel. Which are the <laughs> dumbest. I can understand. At least you're chasing the cheese wheel. Like there's something. You're you're like, there's some cheese. I'm getting the cheese. There's some cheese. But those idiots on the cheese wheel run are just like, you guys are unbelievable. <laughs> you're so dumb. Just on their own two feet. I mean, they cartwheel, they and you, tumble. You, and they, you notice you can see them. You see the exact step when they know they when they've lost control because they are they continually try to catch themselves but end up just gaining more speed. And then <laughs> there they go. So awesome. So this is that on bikes, on ice. And so like the first, they had then a bottleneck at the bottom of this mountain and go, well, not the bottom, but at one point, and then they go on to the next stage, although 90% of them don't make it because the first 25 or 30 make it through. And then you see the one bike takes out a bike and they almost slide off to the side and then it hits somebody else and then somebody else. And the guys behind see it coming, but they can't stop. Yeah. They're just sliding right into it. It's and terrifying. It is awful. And that's what I think I, I look like on the bike path, just on the Papio bike trail. That's what I feel like I look like. <laughs> that's how we were saying this. That's this is going to happen. Pat and JT riding our bikes. Yep. That's, this is what in our mind, like. that's what it's going to look like. Exactly. 
Exactly. So enjoy that video. That's We're going to consider that a part of the podcast. It's on our, <laughs> it is on, on our Facebook page. It's Pat and JT. That's where you can go. Um, Instagram, it's Pat and JT. Um, when you're on our on our Facebook page, you can slide on over to Kugler Vision's Facebook page. Yeah. Um, and thank them for supporting our podcast. Yes. It's very, very nice. They've been awesome. They really have. We've enjoyed it so much and so Help, glad. And, and honestly, on this Independence Day, helped uh-huh. us keep our independence as a podcast oh, and as a company this is by true. supporting us. They really have. So if you get a chance to tell them thank you, even if it's you know, on their Facebook page or uh, tagging them on, on ours. You can just tag them sure. in a post. Um, we'd really appreciate it just so they know that we appreciate them. Um, but the the whole thing with Kugler Vision, and we just recently saw the news that Matt Schick, and you might remember, uh, local TV personality and then became radio personality, and, and he moved on to ESPN. He's coming back to Kugler Vision to get his his uh, correction done so he'll have that procedure done and lose the glasses he's had glasses which ever can you imagine him without glasses no i've seen him in contact he's got to keep the glasses but just put glass in them not like a prescription because he's Shit can't have, not have glasses. He looks like he's it's 12 like years old without having glasses. I know right? he does. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. But he wants to get rid of them. He's tired of them. And he's got four little kids. Four? Is it six? How many does he have now? He's I think it. he'd say six. I think he has four, though. Okay. <laughs> they're, all like, they're all like the same age. Yeah. I think they were born two months apart. I mean, they were just, right. it was so fast. But anyway, get rid of the glasses, get rid of the contacts. And more than likely, he did what we've been telling everybody else about is you go in for that consultation and find out if you're a candidate because they want to make sure it's a win-win all the way around um, and give you the best possible advice and, and the best options. So get the consultation scheduled online at kuglervision.com. And when you do that, when you go in, be sure and let them know because they're, they're, they'll ask you how you heard about them. And it should be on the list. I think we're, we're officially Hopefully. on the list now, but if we're still a write-in, I'm good with that. And just make sure you put Pat and JT's podcast. We do. So we appreciate you guys downloading, subscribing, rating, reviewing, and share our podcast with your friends. Happy 4th of July. Pat and JT podcast. A Parkville Media Production.